Hello hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Magicast.ai. I'm your host, here to bring a little bit of magic into your life, and today we're going to dive into the world of arrays in Java. Now, arrays might not sound like the most thrilling topic, but trust me, they're like the unsung heroes of programming. They're powerful, versatile, and can make your coding life a whole lot easier. So, let's wave our programming wands and explore the enchanting world of arrays. Magical sound effect, alright, so let's start with the basics. An array is like a container that can hold a fixed number of values of the same type. It's like having a virtual shelf where you can neatly organize your elements. And let me tell you, organization is key, even in the world of coding. Now, as we mentioned earlier, each item in an array is called an element, and each element is accessed by its numerical index. It's like having little magic potions labeled with numbers, and you can retrieve them whenever you need them. And just like any other array, the indexing starts from zero, so the first element is at index zero. It's like a secret quest, trying to find the right element by its index. Ahaha. Uh -huh. Now, let's take a look at a little program called ArrayDemo. It creates an array of integers and fills it up with some magical values. And then, it prints each value to the standard output, or should I say, the enchanted output. <laughs> Here's an example of how it works, element at index 0, 100, element at index 1, 200, element at index 2, 300. And so on. It's like a magical treasure hunt, with each index leading you to a new value. In a real-world programming situation, you wouldn't write each line individually, of course. You'd probably use one of the supported looping constructs to iterate through each element. It's like having a spell that automatically retrieves every element from your array. Much more efficient, don't you think? Now, let's talk about declaring arrays. Just like declaring variables of other types, an array declaration has two components. First, the array's type, which is written as type, and second, the array's name. You can choose any name you want, as long as it follows the magical rules we discussed in our naming section. Oh, and here's a little tip for you aspiring wizards out there. Convention encourages us to write the brackets right after the type, like type, to clearly identify the array type. It's like displaying a magical charm that reveals its true nature. To create an array, we can use the new operator. It's like waving a wand and creating your very own magical artifact. For example, if we want to create an array of 10 integer elements, we can use the statement, new int. And then, we can assign this magnificent array to a variable, like an array. But wait, the magic doesn't stop there. You can even declare an array of arrays, by using two or more sets of brackets. It's like having a magical cabinet with shelves inside shelves. Each element in these multi-dimensional arrays must be accessed by a corresponding number of index values. It's like going through a maze of arrays to find the right value. Now, how do we know the size of an array? Well, my dear wizards, we have the built-in length property to help us out. It's like a magical measurement spell that reveals the size of any array. Just type arrayName.length, and you'll know the size of the array in a snap. Ahaha. That was quite a magical journey, wasn't it? Arrays truly are a powerful and useful concept used in programming. And lucky for us, Java provides methods to perform some of the most common manipulations related to arrays. It's like having a set of magical spells specifically designed for arrays. 
For example, we have the array copy method from the system class. It's like a teleportation spell that lets you copy elements from one array to another without manually iterating through each element. Now that's some serious time-saving magic. And if you thought that was cool, wait until you hear about the methods in the java.utility arrays class. They're like a treasure trove of array manipulation spells. We have methods for searching an array, comparing two arrays, filling an array with a specific value, and even parallel sorting of large arrays on multiprocessor systems. It's like having a magical toolkit to transform and manipulate your arrays with a flick of your programming wand. And finally, if you ever need to display your array to the enchanted world outside, you can use the toString method. It converts each element of the array to a string, separates them with commas, and surrounds them with brackets. It's like creating a magical potion with all the ingredients neatly listed for everyone to see. And with that, my dear listeners, we wrap up this magical journey into the world of arrays in Java. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Magicasta AI and that you've learned a thing or two about arrays along the way. Remember, arrays might seem ordinary, but they possess a magical power that can transform your programming experience. Until next time, keep coding, keep dreaming, and keep the magic alive. This is your host, signing off with a twinkle in my eye. Stay enchanted, my friends. Happy magical sound effect.